and welcome to Watch Our Crap Ends, a podcast about all that crap on Bravo that we just love to talk about. I'm Ben Mandelker, and joining me today <laughs> is the wonderful and hilarious Ronnie Karam. Hey, Ronnie, how's it going? Well, hello, Ben. What's new with you? Not a damn thing, Ben, but everything's good. <laughs> Happy to be here. It's been a while since we've recapped the Real Housewives of Dubai. I know. That's what we're doing today. It's very exciting. Um, uh, I'm trying to think if we have anything to announce well, at the top of the things. show today. One okay. thing is you guys have been asking for Married to Medicine recap. So we're not going to recap the whole season, but we are going to do a check-in next week, a uh, check-in recap um, instead of this one. So that'll be out on Wednesday next week. So watch Married to Medicine, because if you're not watching it, you're missing out. It's a great show. And another thing is on Monday nights is our live show over on Spotify Live. It's at 7 p.m. Pacific time. It's called Take a Seat. It's like a call-in show, like kind of an old-school call-in radio show. So come join us for that. And we are also joining up with Comcast Xfinity to do a new segment that kind of harkens back to our old Crappens mailbag. You guys call and leave a voicemail with a question, and, you know, we'll have a segment uh, in the show starting, I guess, next month or so. Um, so if you want to call in and leave a question, you can. The phone number is – Ben, do you have the phone number? I have the phone number. It's 213-725-7043. That's 213-725-7043. The voicemail box is only going to be available for a limited time. So, uh, you know, if you have any pressing questions, you know, leave them. And we're going to, you know, hopefully we'll be able to read yours on the air. And like Ronnie said, it's like, it's like the Crappen's mailbag meets Crappen's spotlight all mixed up together. Really excited for that. So that is presented by Xfinity Mobile. Yes. Okay, so let's get into the show. It's a very big episode, guys. A very big. Caroline Stanberry and Sergio Carallo getting married. Yes. Finally getting married. Oh, the romance. My favorite thing on Bravo, a wedding. My favorite, favorite thing. <laughs> Watching. Wa now, listen, I hate to be coming from a negative place, uh, but I'm negative. By the way, I forgot to mention I'm negative. No more COVID for me. At long last, I'm testing negative. Oh, congrats. You're coming in from a negative place in more ways than one. I'm coming from a, I'm coming from a literal negative place, <laughs> so... Um, anyway, I was like, I was so excited. Like when I tested negative yesterday for like the first time in, in like 14 days, I was like, you know, I'm going to say on the podcast, I'm going to say, I'm coming today from a negative place. And then I forgot to even say it. So I'm like, wow, that was a great rehearsed joke. I did. <laughs> <laughs> you got it in there. You got it in there. I wedged it in. I wedged it in. <laughs> like, so go ahead. Come from a negative place then. I'm waiting. I'm, I'm waiting coming. for the negativity, okay? It's like you're like, dinner's ready, but then you don't feed me. I need my negativity. Feed me! <laughs> my negativity is that I fucking hate weddings on Bravo. Like, I, I need them to be, like, one, maybe two scenes. I cannot deal with extended storylines of weddings. I cannot deal with wedding spinoffs. And I just, I'm just, I'm not here to sit and watch... A wedding ceremony. I barely like going to weddings in real life, so I definitely don't want to see them like scene after scene, unless there's drama happening. But I don't need to see the dancing. I don't need to see the toasts. I don't need to see those moments of like, oh my god, they're in a wedding dress. Uh, I don't need to see the. I don't, I don't need to see um, like uh, like getting into the glam for the wedding. I don't need to see kids coming in and saying like, oh my god, you look so pretty. I don't need parents coming in and saying like, you look so beautiful. I remember when you were a child. I don't need to see any of it. It's not what I tune in for Bravo for. Yeah, you know where else I don't need to see that? Real life. Okay, I don't need it in real life either. Okay, I'm I'm old enough to be sick of fucking weddings. So if you're thinking yeah. of inviting to me one, me to one, go fuck yourself. Okay, put on one of those little Facebook like I'm raising money on my wedding for you know cancer in uh, you know squirrels or whatever it is. Maybe I'll give a dollar to that. But stop inviting me to your weddings; they're disgusting. Okay. I also don't need to see how many weeks old your baby is. <laughs> Except just, our friend who just had a baby. We love yours. We love, love your baby, well, Amanda. No, I'm, Okay. I'm excited for 
for my friends who have babies, I'm excited. I think it's wonderful. But every single week, I don't need to see your baby in the grass with some sort of like number <laughs> written in pebbles. I don't need to see it. I think it's great for you. Keep it for your own album, and you can look back on it. But I don't need the update every week. I'm sorry. Do you guys want to see? You guys want to see an update from me every single week of like my plants? No, you don't. But we get one. No, no you get the, you get one every like two or three weeks. And yeah, it's fleeting. Guys. It's fleeting. <laughs> fleeting. Okay, so where we stopped, uh, we talked about we've talked about this a little on our bonus, but where we stopped the little uh, the last episode was Sarah has been Sarah went over to dinner at Brooks Brooks's house, and Brooks's best friend is there with his brother. Are they really brothers, or are they lovers? Just saying that they're brothers because they don't want to get in trouble in Dubai. I'm not. They're, are they really brothers? Do we know? Maybe they're brother lovers. Hot. So, Hot. Um, yeah. So anyway, they got into it because <laughs> Brooks was trying to, you know, project this image, but she had her servant there i mean i don't know her nanny whatever you call her and she's trying to be very fancy basically and being like well my son is going to boarding school (laughs) yeah immediately like we signed my son up for boarding school immediately but they couldn't take him until he was 11 and stanbury was like yeah well that traumatized me so so everybody's sour on this idea. So then she has Sarah over, and she's trying to have this fancy dinner, but she's only got pictures of herself in her house. And Sarah's like, why don't you have pictures of your son? <laughs> like, what's up with that? She's like, he has pictures of himself in his room. So Sarah's coming off just as a total asshole. I mean, not Sarah. Brooks is coming off as a total asshole. But then Sarah starts giving her unsolicited fucking advice every two seconds, and Brooks <laughs> loses her mind. At Sarah. So now uh, Brooks has gone around telling the ladies that Sarah was trying to tell her how to parent, which is true. And uh, she's furious. So then Sarah hears about it. And Sarah writes this group text to everybody, to Brooks, but sends it to everybody, saying, like, I hear you're spreading this bullshit about me, babe. You know, saying I'm trying to parent. So they they got into an argument about this at the pre-wedding dinner. And... That's where we Rehearsal left off. Dinner. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, they're fighting. And Brooke's like, you're not fucking perfect, Sarah. I mean, I dare you to bring out the real you because we haven't seen her yet. It's like, Zen Jen, Zen Jen, Zen Jen. And so Sarah's, Sarah's like, what? Of course you've seen the real me, babe. You've seen the real me, babe. She goes, well, everyone's waiting to see who, the, who you really are. Everyone's waiting to see who you really are, who the fuck you really are. And they're yelling at each other. And also, I have to point out that this started because stupid Sarah said, oh, yeah, you're trying to fight with me? Well, I dare you to show me the real you. I dare you to show me the real you who's in there and stop with this. And so she's like, you show me the real you. And so they're like going at it to the point where the producers have to stop because this is Dubai. And as we've learned from the show, your ass will get thrown in jail. <laughs> like You cannot women. I don't think anybody can fight in public, but women can't curse at each other. Like there's all these laws we're learning about as we go. Yeah. Through this but show. luckily it's very open to gays. I mean, like a super progressive on the gay front, except that gays aren't allowed to hold hands and show affection or really maybe be gay. Well, so listen, Sarah. I'll give this to Dubai. <laughs> they are very friendly to gays because they've built a lot of things for gay people to hide behind when people are coming to try and get them. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so then so then Sarah turns to the producer because the producer's like, hey, 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 hey. And then Sarah turns to the producer and goes, what the fuck is this? And Brooke says, what the fuck is this? And she goes, I freaking love this girl. And I'm very disappointed in how I feel judged by her right now. And Sarah goes, I did not judge you. I did not judge you, babe. I just was saying... You know, like the way you're raising your child is shitty and you need to raise them better like the way I do. That's all. <laughs> and Brooks is like, but Sarah, valid or invalidated? I feel that way. It hurt my feelings. Okay. It hurt my feelings. And Brooks is wasted, by the way. Her eyes are like rolling back in her head. She looks crazy. And Sarah's just patting her knee now condescendingly. And she goes, babe, I didn't say you're affe- you're not affectionate. I said, show more affection. You know, I'm not saying... You don't have any. I'm just saying it's very little, and you need more. You need more of that. But I don't need you to tell me that. I don't need your advice on that. I'm the way I am for a reason. And when you said, go tuck him in yourself, that fucking hurt me, okay? God, have you ever heard anything as hurtful as saying, 
tuck your son into bed. Wow. I mean, it pains me even say those words. But I swear on my son, who, by the way, is raised so well. You know, so, and by the way, it doesn't cost anything to raise a son like I raised my son. You could do it if you really tried hard. But anyway, I swear on my son, I said, Caroline, I can stay here with him while you tuck him in. I didn't say go tuck him in. I said, I can stay here if you want to try and be a better parent, you know, while you tuck him in. That's what I was saying. You know, if you want to, you know, road test some some strategies on how you can be somehow like an, a decent parent, like as opposed to just like a totally failure of a parent like you have been. That's all I was saying. That's all I was saying. I'll just hang out here with your gay friends who obviously are just as disappointed in you as your son will be when he grows up. So she's like, okay, let me just make this easy, okay? Because maybe we under misunderstood each other. But the comment hurt me. It hurt me so deeply. She goes, to tuck your kid in, like, which I didn't even really say, I just said, but that that's it. She's like, <laughs> you know, Sarah always wants us to take accountability, but uh, she's not owning it, and I don't respect that. Sarah goes, I get it. I get it. You're hurt. You know, this shows something triggered you, you know, like the realization that you're like a terrible mom who like doesn't know what she's doing. And like, you know, I'm not being judgy. I'm just telling you, like, I would never parent like you do, that probably triggered you, you know? Oh, the wedding's starting. Oh, no, it's just me. It's Chanel. She's like, no, it's just me. I have my own band following me playing the wedding song wherever I go. So um, come to dinner, guys, because she comes over in her, like, lace train and her blonde wig and everything, which Stanberry is furious about, of course. (laughs) Yeah. And so Chanel's like, uh, well, did you tell her that you're not judging her? Because now Chanel's getting involved in this. She goes, did you tell her that you're not judging her? Because if she felt judged, maybe you shouldn't say, uh, maybe you should say, I wasn't judging you. So then Lisa sits down and joins too. And Brooks is like, this is decades of raising and parenting of culture, okay? I raised my son in the way I know is right. Yeah, but we never spoke about that, babe. That's what I'm saying. She goes, but that's my opinion. That is my opinion. And Lisa's like, well, you know, I know that when you called me, you felt like she was judging you, and that's, like, how your perspective was. And Sarah's like, oh, my God, this girl takes this constructive conversation out of context and remixes it to make me look bad. You know, your tribe mixes your vibe, and I don't want that vibe. Get a new DJ. It's like, wow, this show's really firing on all cylinders. <laughs> uh, so Brooks decides just to go home. And uh, Lisa's like, you know what? You're never overreacting when it comes to your children, okay? Sarah should apologize if that's not what she meant. And Brooks should never show up to any event intoxicated. <laughs> and she knows, like, when black people invite you to the house, sit down, eat, and leave us the hell alone. Don't tell us how to raise our kids. It's like, well, <laughs> guess who else doesn't like that? Anybody. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So I then think we everyone's see. got that in common. So then we get my new favorite Habibi Monocle song. Living, 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 living large. I'm in charge. And we see all the crazy stuff happening at this party. I mean, this is a very over-the-top party. It's huge. It's very crazy. And it's with belly dancing, fire eaters. And tiny, 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 tiny tacos, little tiny tacos going down on the pl- on the table. Like that's how you know you're wealthy. We're so wealthy that we can make tiny tacos. I have to say, I was listening to Jordan Peele on a podcast today. Um, I love him, and he was on Smartless, which is amazing. That's my new favorite thing. I listen to it all the time. Not an ad, hashtag, not an ad. But he was on it uh, this week, and um, he was saying that he was originally going to be a puppeteer. <laughs> like he went to college, he went to a liberal arts college to study puppetry and uh they were cracking up they were making fun of him because like where where are you gonna do that you know it's like wow i'm a puppeteer and i was so i was thinking about i'm like well what do you do when you're a pup you fucking move to dubai okay that dubai is the city for like the fire eaters of the world you know it's like i went to sarah lawrence for fire eating welcome to dubai (laughs) sarah lawrence for fire eating (laughs) That's where Ali Shapiro went, daughter of Jill Zarin, Sarah Lawrence. Uh, <laughs> like, Sarah Lawrence you know what funny. I want to do? I want to build hearts, but I want to build them out of those sparklers from 4th of July so that when you wipe <laughs> light one, the whole heart goes on sparkles. It's like, where where should I move to? Bloop, bloop, answer. 
Dubai. And if you're gay, just be just be sure to run behind that big glitter pyramid if you ever see a policeman coming. <laughs> just there there is a lot of Cirque du Soleil action going on in this on the show. Like at all times. It's like you go to like sweet green to get a salad and there's like a fire eater behind the counter just just because they can afford it. It's like out of control. Every every like piece of stock footage on this show is like someone on a trapeze or a contortionist, <laughs> you know, at like a contortionist at Panda Express. Honey, for our anniversary this year, I wanted to have a dinner party, but could you get that trapeze lady who hangs upside down with the fire heart out of her mouth? Oh, she moved to Dubai. God damn it, they're taking everything. <laughs> oh man, I was gonna have her also, you know, tutor our daughter on some on some literature, you know, because she went to Sarah Lawrence. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, everyone. So. Everyone sits down for dinner, and then Sergio and Caroline make this big entrance down a staircase, which I don't know why they need another entrance, since they've already been walking around. And on top of that, like, it's not the wedding. I don't know why they need another. But she's walking down that staircase. I can't stand Caroline's boots. Like, they, why is she wearing these big-ass boots with this dress? It's, it's like, no, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not down with it. And then Nina, of course, Nina goes, I'm going to record it on my phone. I'm going to record it, because I would want someone to capture this. Nina. You're on a reality TV show. We're watching. What do you you think we're watching this because of your cell phone footage? There's a camera crew here. She's also standing next to the professional photographer, which is so funny. (laughs) I would want someone to capture this, but right next to her is a giant camera. Ridiculous. And Nina, I don't know why Nina's getting on my nerves so much because I should love Nina. Lebanese from Austin. Like, I was really looking forward to her, but she's so fucking annoying. Okay, this is Nina. Oh, look at the reindeer. The kids would love that. Why does that bother me so much? It's it's an uninteresting comment. Because she says uninteresting things, and she does uninteresting things, and she's not, like, campy enough to be, like, an icon. (laughs) I guess. Yeah, she's failing for me. So Stanberry's like, well, Sergio and me have been through so much. Really? What the fuck have you been through, Caroline? (laughs) But he went through puberty, and I went through watching him go through puberty. I've gone through four new pairs of teeth since. So, you know, (laughs) lots of changes over there. But it's nice to have this amazing party. You can't help but smile. Everyone's having a good time. Everyone. I mean, not me, but, you know, that's normal. (laughs) Everyone else seems to be. Yeah, she's like, everyone's having a great time. And they just cut to her mom just scowling. <laughs> well, they've set, they've decided to settle their fight of not sitting at the parents' table by just putting their parents at the end of the table. Looks like they're in no man's land down there. And meanwhile, Brooks decides she's going to leave. She's going to leave. So she takes her gay friends who, you know, are like so mad. Like, we want this party is awesome. This is a lot better than the party that any parties that we've ever been to in in like newton massachusetts okay <laughs> like we let us stay at the dubai the crazy dubai party there's fire eaters everywhere and she's like no we're leaving and she tells us sarah you're not innocent you know exactly what you said and you're trying to be a therapist which you don't have the credentials for and now it all caught up to you and this is where everything is going to go left yeah brooks tries way too hard she works way too hard for this this should be effortless yeah. you know like if you're a real real housewife this should be effortless. You shouldn't have to be this upset over one stupid little thing. Mm-hmm. So then, um, let's see. Um, yeah, Brooks is leaving. So Caroline's like, oh, and did you see, did you see Chanel? She came as me in a blonde wig. Who does that? So Chanel comes up. She's like, oh, hi, Caroline. She's like, oh, you know what? Stop listening to us, you bitch. Or, or she says the C word. No, I couldn't really tell. No, no, she, no she's, talking, she's talking to Juliet. From Ladies of London, and she's she's bitching about Chanel, and Juliet's like, <laughs> "You're mic'd all the time, don't forget." And Caroline's like, "Oh, stop listening, you." I think I assume she said cut fitness, and I'm assuming she's saying that to the audio, the audio, the producers, right? Oh, and and she's like, "So many people have asked me about Ion's dress. That's just a joke to me." Let, now, okay, Caroline, who cares? You can't God. spend you can't spend a whole season talking about how much you don't care about this wedding. That this is Sergio's wedding, and then be in a snit. Because someone else wore a white dress with a train. I'm sorry. You either care about this wedding or you don't. When you told them to wear white. I mean. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, Chanel comes up. She's like, hi. And she's like, what What are you? Me? What are you? Are you supposed to be me? And she goes, oh, I would never be you, honey. Because you're better than me. And that is my wedding gift to you. <laughs> That's the only time you'll hear those words out of my mouth. <laughs> 
<laughs> and she's like, well, everyone saw you arrive, okay? And they thought it was me. And Diane's like, I'm a black woman. <laughs> Caroline goes, well, because, okay, but you look like me, okay? You look like me. And so then Juliet, of course, shows up. Juliet, if anyone didn't watch Ladies of London, Juliet is chief uh, agitator. And she's like, she's like, um, hi, I'm Juliet. Uh, I'm trying to figure out who's getting married because I see two brides here right now. I'm from Chicago. I love Thanksgiving. Oh, she's such a little butt licker. And did you notice that all of Stanberry's friends are just licking her butt the whole time? It's like, oh, they all need to go say something to Chanel because... Caroline's mad about it, you know? Mm -hmm. So uh, Chanel's like, oh my God, enough of this bullshit from everybody. And she goes, well, I just wanted to come say hello. She's like, well, okay. And Caroline goes, first of all, say hello, Chanel. And she's like, hello, nice to meet you. And Stanbury's like, she's spicy. She thinks this is normal, all right? She thinks this is normal. (laughs) And then Ayan looks at Juliet and goes... And she goes, well, you look like a wedding dress. No. And then Caroline's like, Chanel, you have a train. You have a train. So then Chanel tells us, I was told to wear, I was told to wear white, honey. It's not my problem if I outstage the bride. The bride knows I'm coming. I always look good. Has nothing to do with outstaging the bride. I just always look good. Uh, you came as the bride. Okay, enough. You know? And she's like, it's like chastising a toddler. I'm expected to have, I'm expecting her to have these tools on how to behave and how to communicate. And she just doesn't. <laughs> yeah, but like, honestly, this is, you got to get over it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so then. Hey, honey, but then- uh, for our anniversary, uh, can we just, let's keep the dinner party. But can we also have somebody there who maybe handles falcons? That would be great. A falcon handler? Sorry, they moved to Dubai, honey. God damn Dubai! Yeah, they have like a falconer there. Why do they have a falconer at this party? This is ridiculous. This is a stupid party. It's a stupid, stupid party. It's time for a commercial. It's time for a crappens commercial. So uh, then Nina gets a weird message from her brother that her dad is going to into the ICU. So she's sort of rattled. So she leaves. And then uh, Caroline's friend, now Caroline walks up with her friend and her friend is, or his friend goes up to Ayana's like, oh my God, I thought it was a double wedding. I didn't understand because you look like Caroline. What am I supposed to say? You look <laughs> like Caroline Stanberry. Uh, Did I do it right? Uh, oh, well, she didn't come in a veil, so I don't have to kill her. <laughs> <laughs> All right, no, everyone's having fun, right? So no one argues. And Lisa's like, well, no one's arguing. And she says, oh, I think so. And Lisa's like, well, yeah, but, you know, Chanel did upstage the bride, but I wouldn't let anybody upstage me at my wedding because I don't show up basic. Yeah. She's basically like, Chanel always shows up in couture. So, like, if, if you're, you know that she's going to show up in couture, so you have to prepare yourself for that. And then, and then the friend goes away, and Lisa's like, "Oh my god, her friend was her friend with that re- rehearsed shade, like girl, bye." So um, then we get the uh, a sign that's made of sparklers that says C and S, and it's like sparkling, yeah, and uh, <laughs> sparkling, and that's that. So then we go to <laughs> Minaf and um, Nina. And they're arriving at their new project where they're building their new penthouse. And it's in a building called Seventh Heaven. Guys, that didn't end well. Yeah, and it was also Just a shitty put that show. Out there. Yeah, didn't, didn't end well. <laughs> yeah. So um, uh, they're walking around this new penthouse. And uh, we learned that Nina's father is stable, so everything's okay. Because this, this scene was also probably shot like a month later. Uh, because why would they be going on a penthouse why would they be going touring a penthouse when they're going to a wedding in like an hour? So they go, they look around this penthouse, and uh, Nina's furious because they bought this penthouse and it just needed some like updates. And Munaf has gone and torn everything out. And it's basically like a construction site. And like I was actually with her on this one. This was crazy because we saw pictures of how it used to look. <laughs> it was like perfectly fine and like chic and wonderful. And now he's destroyed the whole thing. And you know it's going to be hideous when it's done. It's going to be just disgusting. 
Because he wanted taller ceilings. And lights um, and air ducts and shit like that. Yeah, I'm going to just skip over this Nina scene, if that's okay. Because, <laughs> like, honestly, well, you don't want to talk you... about her being like, no, this was supposed to be a bathroom. This is supposed to be my house. You bet I knew house, because this is not my house. Oh, God, what about my Zen, your office? But you had COVID. Oh, Thank you for doing that, because I'm done. Like, I don't, I don't. That was it. Yeah, I'm done. So, ding, ding. Uh, By the way, I, I will say, I did think it was strange that all the construction men and the penthouse were also eating fire. I was like, wow. Strange. You're like, wow, did that guy just make a goat fly? How did he do that? <laughs> it's puppetry goat falcon handling. Okay. <laughs> Why is the electrician dangling from a rafter upside down <laughs> on a rope? Why did you have to make this ceiling out of sparklers? That just seems like such a terrible idea. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to have to keep on ducking because there's a falcon flying around the living room. So we go over to the next morning after the rehearsal dinner, and Sergio is in bed with Caroline, and she's just staring at her phone, swiping. And he's like, baby, oh, baby, hello, baby, stop. Baby, but stop talking. But baby, don't you don't you want to give me a kiss? Do not look at me or speak in my direction, please. <laughs> baby, I'm so stressed, honey. I'm so stressed. By the way, Sergio, you guys are already married. This is your second wedding. <laughs> Why are you stressed? He's like, what are you going to talk about in your speech? She goes, women don't give speeches. Also, women don't listen to husbands in the morning. Quiet. Silence, please. Yeah. She's like, I'm slow today. You're fast. Please. <laughs> so Yasmin comes in, and uh, everybody's going over the wedding plans and stuff, and Stanberry's like, oh, God, the table plans are a total fucking nightmare. Where are we on numbers? Oh, 105. Pathetic. There are a good 20 lost before the wedding, which really hurt, because it's not like you can invite anyone else at the last moment. I mean, do you know how condescending and rude it is to invite someone at the last moment? It makes everyone feel like a piece of shit. Actually, I think I should invite some people at the last minute. That would be hilarious. <laughs> now that I say it out loud, I see a lot of upside to it. <laughs> we need to get all of these seats filled. Otherwise, Juliet's going to feel like she had a chair in the beginning. And the whole point was not to give Juliet a chair. One moment. Paulina. Yes, it's, it's your boss, Caroline. Can you make sure that Juliet is not bringing turkey hats to the wedding? Thank you. Got it, Mum. <laughs> bad news mom ding ding bad news mom Juliet, Juliet has brought turkey hats to the wedding <laughs> alright well just make sure she only gives them to Sergio's family they're very <laughs> expressive shall we say um, so then we go to um, raffles uh, which is the most hilarious place to get married I mean wow <laughs> there's <laughs> nothing more stable than a raffle yeah. I do love that there's this entire, like, super high-end luxury chain of hotels called Raffles. <laughs> like, the thing that happens in church basements. Before the wedding begins, we would like everyone to try and guess how many gumballs are in this jar. Before the wedding begins, this hotel has invited everyone <laughs> to uh, take a ticket, and the winner will get a three-dimensional tic-tac-toe set. <laughs> We've brought in 500 people. You'll pick. You'll put your name into this jar, and we'll pick 105 out. Those who are picked to get to come to the wedding. <laughs> Those who aren't picked will get a turkey hat in <laughs> as compensation. <laughs> Juliet. <laughs> so they're all do, getting glammed and all that, and um, there are big white flowers in Sergio and Caroline's room. And she's like, "Disgusting! What are the? Who left the trash in here?" He's like, "No, honey, no, baby, I got this for you. You see? Oh, look on top of the bouquet. There's something there for you. Look at that. It's a little surprise. Oh, what are these? They're earrings." I was hoping crap, for divorce someone, papers. Crap someone picked out off the street and put hooks on these. What are these exactly? You know I'm wearing a million dollars around my neck, don't you? <laughs> Sergio, can you just please hurry this along? My makeup artist has to start eating fire soon. <laughs> and Yasmin's like, lucky number two, second time's the charm, mom. <laughs> so then we go to Dubai Fashion Week and Chanel's in hair and makeup. 
and uh, her son like walks. Or, no, I'm sorry, not her son, but she's talking to the guy. I forget his name, the gay. Uh, and she's like, do I look like Beyonce? He's like, yes, yes, yes. Because that's, that's what gays say. That's what we all say to, to strong women. Yes, to everything they say. Listen, so, he's found a woman with a really strong neck, and he's going to keep her forever. Because I was like, you know, Chanel's very beautiful, but do do uh, fashion designers always have the muse that they have for Alexander that they always have around for every single show? And then it dawned on me, she must have a really strong neck, because this man loves a headpiece. I mean, everything we've seen from him is a gigantic two-story headpiece. <laughs> yeah. So then Taj, her son Taj comes over and she's like, Taj, Taj, you want to hear a knock-knock joke? Okay, knock-knock. Who's there? Banana knock-knock. Who's there? Orange. You wish I said banana. (laughs) 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 He's like, that was not a good joke. She's like, oh, it was not horrible. I'm getting better. (laughs) So Also... It's just like such a wonderful like butchering of that joke in so many different ways, like so many different ways she butchered it. And I understand language barrier, et cetera, but it was just still, it was, it was next level. <laughs> so let's go to the wedding, shall we? So Stanbury is getting glammed and um, someone's like, oh my God, you, you're not a bridezilla at all today. Like it's, I've never seen a bride this with this little bridezilla in her and she's like oh it's his wedding i'm just here i'm interchangeable <laughs> yeah and sergio's like i'm sweating like a pig and then we see juliet yeah it's juliet uh, it's, it's juliet's instagram where she said that so now the procession starts so sarah's like uh she's making a bet she's like okay i'm gonna make a bet that sergio's going to cry and Nina's like he's crying already what are you talking about <laughs> So they do their vows. He's like, my queen, how are you, my honey? My God, I've been crying all day. She's like, oh, God. Too much makeup on? No, not at all, baby. No, you. Too much makeup on. Sorry, I added a question mark in the beginning. I was trying to be kind. (laughs) From the moment I met you, I knew you were my soulmate. The way you told me, go away. And then the next day you told me, who are you again? And then the next day you said, oh, God, this one again. I knew we were soulmates. The first day when we woke up together and you looked at me right in my eye and you said, I look forward to the day when you just don't wake up. I said, that is the woman for me. The way when after we first made love, you looked at me and said, you're fired. And I said, but I'm not your employee. And you said, I don't care. You're still fired. I was like, oh, my future wife. (laughs) So then it's her turn. And she's like, well, I didn't think I would be as happy to do this. As I'm not, actually. And um, I didn't think I would be excited to start my life with you. Hold on. I mean, she's like licking her finger and feeling there. And I'm not. But I suppose, you know, we're here. There's dirt and food. So are we allowed to kiss now or is that illegal too? Like, no, hold on. Let's do the actual vows. Let's do the actual vows, Caroline. How do you say (sighs) in Spanish? Do you promise to have to hold and to die in your sleep very soon so I can get the insurance because I can't do uh, influencer work forever? Yes or no? Just say yes or no, please. <sighs> so they're married. And then we go to the fashion show and Brooks and No, Lisa no. Should... Oh, no. Oh, I'm We are sorry. not passing this song, sir. Okay. This song. What is this song? I'm a bag. I'm a Birkin. <laughs> I don't shed. I see my Merc in. I take my time. I put my twerk in. What no. the fuck is this song? Because I'm jerking and I'm working and I. <laughs> I'm a Birkin and I don't shed. <laughs> and Merkin also? Like. No, Merkin, I'm not sure about. I was just typing very quickly because I think I've been Merkin. Merkin is like a turtleneck for your hoo ha, right? Or it's like a that's fake, th- a fake that's wig. That's what I thought. Lurkin, I'm sure. (laughs) This is irking me. So we're in a fashion show, and um, uh, Brooks is basically, she didn't go to the wedding because she didn't want to create a scene with Nina and Sarah since she hates them right now. 
And uh, Lisa is like, you know, I appreciate Stanbury inviting me to her wedding, but if I ever have a choice, of course it's going to be Chanel Ion. I'm like, wow, you're a great friend. Uh, not going to someone's life event, but to be fair, like, you know, I mean, Caroline is Caroline, and they don't—they're not actual real friends. So, yeah, but yeah. the thing that's so weird about it is that Lisa is so mean to Caroline and her talking heads, but she's not really to her face. I yeah. mean, Stanbury doesn't really know that all this is going on, and that makes me crazy. Like, say it to her face. Like, let's get something real going. But instead, it's always behind her back. All their stuff has been on social media, you know? Mm-hmm. They're, like, try-hard social media fights to make the show interesting. So um, Nina is kissing Sergio and saying hi, and they're talking about how some of the girls didn't come or whatever. And then Lisa is telling Brooks uh, – Lisa's with – Oh, yeah, back to Lisa. It's back and forth. Lisa's like, um, so were you going to cut down your drinking? And Brooks is like, well, I mean, look, it was alcohol-fueled, but also it was being really pissed-fueled, too. So, Yeah, and she's like, I need to find a better way to express myself. And, uh, and of of course, that does not involve tucking my son in, of course. (laughs) But um, she's like, but booze, you know, she goes, booze makes me want to go for the jugular. And Hyan is like, yes, no more going for the jaguar. Like, no, jugular. Jaguar. No, jugular. Orange banana knock knock. No, no. <laughs> jugular. You are, how dare you? Okay. <laughs> Basic. Basic thing. Okay, okay. Well, Nina left the party early, and I just feel bad. Like, I don't feel bad that I addressed it, but I feel bad that, you know, I wasn't even thinking about her dad during that whole thing. It's like, well, she did try to tell you, listen, I'm going through a lot. And Brooks was like, I don't care. I do not care. (laughs) I'm actually going through very little right now, so I really don't care. So then, um, yeah, so Ion's like, uh, Lisa's like, yeah, we made Sergio cry. And Ayan is like, he was so upset with me. And Brooks is like, well, I'm sure for her next wedding, she'll learn something from you. Mm-hmm. And they laugh. Okay, so then um, <laughs> Sarah Sarah's like, it. oh, you know what? I gotta go, babe. I gotta leave because um, I'm wearing shoes and they cut into my foot. So I'm going to go. Caroline's like, all right. <laughs> you don't want to have dinner. You know, there is a first aid station here at the Raffles Hotel. <laughs> I babe. just, I've hurt my foot. I can't possibly sit down for the next hour, babe. Okay. <laughs> Gotta go. Babe, babe, I just want, I just want you to show my foot a little bit more affection. That's all. I just want more. <laughs> it's time for a commercial. It's time for a Crappens commercial. Uh, so back at the fashion show, it's a lot of gold. Okay, it's a it's a lot of gold headpieces, gold and um, puffy. yeah, yeah, puffy, puffy lots coats. of puffy gold. Puffy so they gold. do that and um, reception. Now back at the reception. Now the wedding reception. Okay. Sergio's crying. So, He's like, so, oh, so, oh my god, it's the reception. Oh my god, it's like a gift. And Yasmin's like, Sergio, you've cried eight times today. Enough is enough already. <laughs> Stop it already. <laughs> so they have their first dance. And then uh, Caroline is, uh, she's like, I know exactly who I am right now. I am Mrs. Caroline Carello. I don't know if I can say it correctly. Honestly, I hate the name, to be to be fair. It's a stupid name from a stupid family. So then it's time for speeches. So Yaz gives a speech. And she's like, when my mom first introduced us to stupid face Sergio, that's what we called him. <laughs> He was just mum's fuckboy, you know, with a broken hand. But I'm shocked to be standing here today. And I'm sure when mum told you about her new 25-year-old boyfriend, all of you must have felt the same. And they're like, ha, 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 ha. He cries at gum commercials. Gum. Dentine commercials, it's just, it's just sob- sobbing, nonstop sobbing. Mm. However, he has stepped into his role well, and I wouldn't change a thing, except that I would have him die in a fire every day. Unfortunately, <laughs> like the rest of us, he's only got one life. <laughs> oh, that was amazing. Oh, we love you. Like, wow. Like, wow, that was a beautiful speech. That was so beautiful. So then Sergio's dad gets up there to do a speech, and he starts, like, walking around like he's doing stand-up. He's like, what is the deal with weddings, am I right? <laughs> some people are dogs, and some people are cats. Am I right? 
Women be like, hey, let's get married. And men be like, I don't want to be tied down. But in this case, my son is the woman and my daughter-in-law is the man. Am I right, everyone? I like that the guy who was doing the wedding, doing the announcer role, Yasmin's like, well, congrats to everyone's favorite MILF, mom. And then the guy comes up and he goes, from MILF to DILF, here we go with the father. I know. <laughs> uh, so now it's time for Ca- Caroline. She has to do hers. Well, Sergio does his speech. He goes, he's like, I am 100% sure that I'm going to be with you, Caroline, pushing your wheelchair for the rest of your life. She goes, I'm not in it for crying out loud, you stupid immature fuck. <laughs> all right, well, I don't have a speech, but we all know that today is for Sergio, because you are definitely the bride, all right? You're both the bride and the guy who walks around saying she, she, she all the time, all right? You're basically the entire cast in one film, so congratulations. You're a <laughs> wonderful man to my children. They love you. Thank God. Please get a job at some time soon. There's only so much I can get injected into my face for a couple of coupons at raffles. <laughs> And then uh, we see the two of them, they're like, uh, they're doing an interview together. And Caroline's like, you know, we're so funny as a couple, you know, we in the morning, we jump out of bed, we meditate, we drink our coffee, we thank the world, we don't actually talk to each other or have any sort of emotional connection. But it's nice to have someone nearby when I do these very boring things. I'm very spiritual now, you know, we meditate every morning and we thank the world. Uh, We thank God and the universe. The Lord. The staff. We thank the staff. Like, you two do not meditate. What are you talking about? Sergio, be quiet. Please. (laughs) Well, basically, by meditation, I mean he cries, I berate him, and then I show all of Instagram what a pussy he is. (laughs) So the next day is time for the friend brunch, the after-wedding friend brunch. And, um... Sophie's Ladies of London, there. London reunion. Yes, basically. it's Sophie and Juliet. They're the only ones, though, right? Sophie and Juliet. Well, there's Luke, technically. Oh, Luke <laughs> is there. Yes, Luke is there with some colored on eyebrows. Almost didn't recognize him, but he's there. How come Luke is so much better as Stanbury's um, glam gay instead of Dorinda's glam gay? You know, sometimes British culture just doesn't translate in America. Um, because he really is like he's so alive and then whenever he's with Dorinda he's just like hello <laughs> but here he's like hello and we're like ah! it's like so much better here yeah so um, so Sophie's like oh I just loved dancing last night it was absolutely wonderful I mean sometimes you just gotta let your hair down I'm serious I'm so serious in London but you know, in Dubai I can let my gorgeous, amazing, beautiful hair down. <laughs> so Lisa comes and she has a gift and Juliet's like, oh, so you're American? Where? Where are you from? Oh my God. You're, where, where is she from? I forget. You're from Miami? Because oh, yeah. I'm from Chicago. Oh my God. You know what? You know, you, ha- you, know, you have that, you know, you're from Miami because Caroline, she likes Americans, okay? Are you spicy? Yeah, extra. Oh, she likes that too, but she can't be as spicy as her. You have to be like a little less spicy than her. Uh, Juliet, everyone's life doesn't revolve around making Caroline like them. You know? Yeah. Juliet's just so awkward. She's so cringe seeing her back here. Like, oh, lucky you. Being from America. Maybe Caroline will like you. (laughs) She's just as terrible as I remember her. Yeah. And then, um, so then Ion arrives in like a couture dress, like a full on like runway or like (laughs) red carpet look for this brunch. And Juliet's like, oh, where's she coming from? (laughs) So she sits down. And she's like, is this the dress you would have worn to the wedding if you came to it? She's like, no, I would have worn something bigger. <laughs> oh, come on. Bigger. I'm like, yes, Juliet. Like, it was a, jo- it was a joke. So then Luke, uh, Luke sits down next to Chanel. And he's like, oh, I thought you were trying to upstage Caroline also. I was like, a big mistake. <laughs> Huge. And Ayan's like, I didn't upstage her because Caroline is Caroline and I am Ayan. I usually do. <laughs> I usually 
I usually do too much, but I never blend in. And he's like, oh, honey, you're not blending in with nothing. And since this is getting a little bit too tense for me, I'm just going to laugh and slap high five, high five. <laughs> and Chanel's like, oh, I like her friends. Luke, Sophie, you know, the blonde one. But that other one, ugh, so annoying. Talking about Juliet. Yeah. <laughs> and Lisa's like, Caroline's friends would never stand a chance in Dubai. We don't really do basic like, hmm, I'm not sure that's true. So uh, then they start talking about the fashion show. And Julia, Julia's just trying to start shit. She goes, oh, so you guys were intentionally not here? I mean, you couldn't make it to the wedding? And Lisa's like, well, we couldn't make it. But we were at the, des- the desert thing the day before. And now we're here the day after. Oh, okay. I was like, what are you, the hall pass lady, Juliet? Shut the fuck up, Juliet. Yeah. So, uh, and then Ayana's like... Did Sergio cry? Of course he cried. Look at him. Look, he's, he's, he sees a bagel right now and he's crying. For <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, well, people cry for different reasons, Chanel. Was it, was it love? Was it excitement? Was it that he just didn't know what he was getting into? Or dust? Dust gets into the eyes. <laughs> no, she said gas. Gas. Gas can make you cry. Gas? I thought she said dust. No, Gas. <laughs> Well, what's gas? gas? What's that about? Like you have to fart. Oh. Gas can make you fart. So Chanel is saying, um, oh, you know, uh, Caroline, your friend Michael, he was in my village. And she's like, why? She goes, oh, I think he was doing some IVF stuff. And Stanbury's like, oh, he's going to do all, baby. Like they're talking about a bathroom remodel. Yes, we've had, yeah. we brought him into <laughs> wallpaper our child. So Sophie is like, but you're going to carry the baby, but it's not safe. Remember how you almost died and the doctor said, don't you dare carry another baby, you stupid idiot. And, uh, but apparently, but like Sergio was like really adamant about this. So like, by the way, fuck Sergio. So Sergio's like, no, but I told her if halfway in, it's getting worse, we'll pull it out and put it in someone else. And they're like, it's not how it works, Sergio. I'm like, this guy's the biggest idiot on TV. It's not how babies work, babe. Uh, she's like, yeah, she got very sick. Very, She nearly died, Sergio. And he's like, oh, but it's because there was two. So it was the space. She's like, no, it's not a parking garage. All right. <laughs> he goes, no, there was not enough space in it. She, Sophie's like, no, all the things that could go wrong went wrong. Okay, there's blood pressure, everything. It was also a very cheery baby, so she almost died just from that. So, <laughs> Ion's like, she shouldn't take a chance like that. Uh, but apparently, it's illegal to do us have a surrogate in Dubai. So, because of course it fucking is. Of course, of course it, it is. is. So they're like, it's illegal, and Lisa's like, yeah, it's illegal to give birth without getting married. So, um, wow. The show just keeps topping itself, I have to say, every week. Yeah. Lisa's um, like, Lisa, but Lisa has actually the best logic of all. She's like, I don't think it's fair for Sergio to ask Dan Ray to risk her life. I mean, they shouldn't have kids, like, should, they shouldn't have kids, like, health risk or not, because they just, they're never with the ones they do have anyway. Yeah. And again, it's like, it's not, it's just, why are you here? You know what I mean? Like, it's fun. It would be more fun if it wasn't only in your talking head. Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah. also, now it's okay to disparenting, by the way. Now the whole rule, which was set up in the past two episodes, where you are not allowed to talk about other people's parenting, is completely off the table now. Oh, good point. Good point. So, uh, anyway, speaking of which, we now go to Brooks's house. Brooks is looking at photos with her mom. Uh, and and she, her mom was born in Honduras. And so Brooks tells us, culturally, when I was in my house, I was in Honduras. But when I stepped out of my house... I was in Massachusetts. I was like, that is, that is some, that is some geographical whiplash. I would have to say, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> That's a lot to go from Honduras to Massachusetts just by going out the door. So Brooks is telling her mom that her friend observed that I have a stern militant way of raising my son. No, she didn't observe that. You told her that <laughs> you literally told her that Brooks, you said you're very militant. And she goes, well, I don't think it's like from a lot. I don't think it's a lack of affection. I mean, you did that with me. And her mom's like, well, I'm not saying the idea is wrong, but it's up to you to do it how you want to do it. And she's like, yeah, but then I saw Sarah and I had had a few drinks, but I got really angry with her. And I guess I could have handled that better. The mom's basically like, 
Well, so you felt brave enough. You drank, and that's when you felt brave enough to fight. Okay, <laughs> basically, her mom is like, "You owe her an apology." She's she's hoping to get like support from her mom, and her mom's like, mm, "No, you fucked up." Yeah, and she's like, "Yeah, but you know, I got married so young, and then I moved here, and I think that changed me." And she's like, "Yeah, I didn't." Her mom's like, "Yeah, I didn't like that because you moved so far away from us, and he was, you know, so much older, and there was so much manipulation." And basically, you know, she was in an abusive relationship, and the mom helped her get out of it. And part of that experience was Brooks really had to fight for her son, for Adam. You know, like, I think that she gave up everything just so that way she could have Adam. And so that's why she was really annoyed at Sarah, because she feels like she doesn't know, Sarah doesn't know the extent to which Brooks went to fight for her son. And like the implication that she needs to give more when she's like already, like she, she sacrificed everything so that way she could be with her son is what really, you know, pissed her off. Yeah, so I don't know. So we'll see how this works out with the with those crazies. But that's pretty much it, guys. Yeah, that's Dubai that was, for you. <laughs> that's how it ended. Thankfully, the wedding is over. We can put that behind us. One hopes, and uh, now we can look forward to uh, the pregnancy. I guess. So thanks everyone so much for for being here. We'll, we'll be back with Southern Charm tomorrow, and uh, have a great day <laughs> have a great rest of your day we'll talk to you guys later bye everyone bye watch what crappens would like to thank its premium sponsors ain't no thing like allison king ashley savoni she don't take no baloney dana c dana do she's not just a sheila she's a daniela itchels aaron mcnicholas she don't miss no trickolus Ava Nagila Weber. Jamie, she has no less namey. Sip some scotch with Jessica Trotch. Just saying, okay. We McLovin, Karen McClelland. She's always supplying, it's Kelly Ryan. Kristen the Piston Anderson. Let's give a kisserino to Lisa Lino. She's our queen, Marie Levine. Megan Berg, you can't have a burger without the Berg. The Bay Area Betches. Betches. And our super premium sponsors. Always the wiser is Allison Weasler. Somebody get us 10 cc's of Betsy MD. We're taking the gold with Brenda Silva. Don't get salty with Christine Pepper. Better do what she says. It's Elva Enriquez. Can't have a meal without the Emily sides. Hail the cork master, the master of the cork. It's Jennifer Corcoran. We will, we will, Joanna Rockland, you. My favorite Murdo. Karen McMurdo. Let's go on a bender with Lauren Fender. We want to hang with Liz Lang. The incredible edible Matthew sisters. No one makes us feel well like Megan Cap Sewell. She's cheese on a bagel. It's Megan Ragel. Nancy Cease and DeSisto. Give him hell, Miss Noel. Paging Page Mills. Paging Page Mills. Shannon out of a cannon, Anthony. Let's get racy with Miss Stacy. Let's take off with Tamla Plain. She ain't no shrinking Violet Kutar. We love you guys.